time for your morning brew. Grab a cup of joe and get caught up on everything you need to know. Here's Schlereth and Evans. Well, you've been, if you've been paying attention to the, the Avalanche post games after wins and losses, Jared Bednar has been really harping on the idea that we've we've got to be we've got to be tighter we've got to be more connected we've got to be um, uh, uh, better in our systems and our details and you know not not getting caught running around well they took care of all that last night a very impressive 5-1 win over the Dallas Stars Devon Taves very pleased with the way they played our whole structure is based on skating and, and moving and supporting each other so um, we notice a lot of times when, when things go wrong in the D zone or the O zone it's because you know we're isolating certain guys and, and that guy's having to be two or three players to, to make a play so uh, when we're moving our feet and supporting each other that's when we're a lot better a couple of milestones to pass along Kale McCarr congratulations it's funny because the Avalanche when you think back over the years they've had some, some great defensemen but they, they weren't necessarily, especially the offensive-minded ones, weren't here long enough to put up, you know, real big, gaudy numbers. So, Kale McCarr, at the age of 25 in just his fifth season, already becoming the all-time leading avalanche scoring defenseman in franchise history. And I'll tell you what, you could probably win a pretty good amount of uh, bar bets with your buddies as to who had been number one before him. Yeah, I have no clue. Tyson Berry. Yeah. That's crazy. It's crazy that in year five, you're a little about three quarters of the way through year five. And they did they count his is his rookie year after he came up? Like after he got yes. drafted. That's yes. the rookie year, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. So it's just flat out amazing. Because he joined the team right out of college. Yeah. But then the next year was the was the, the official yeah. first year. Um no, I just think it's amazing. Absolutely amazing. And he's it's one of those it's one of those opportunities, you know, uh if he stays healthy and all that kind of stuff where you're going to basically cement the lid shut on that thing or nail the lid shut. Like I mean, what what defenseman's going to come in here oh, right. if he plays for 15 years or whatever? That's the thing. And defensemen typically can play 15 yeah. plus years. So yeah, he's going to he's going to put these numbers out of reach for a long, long, long time. And uh, the record that uh, Mark does not want to acknowledge, Nathan McKinnon, 29 now straight games yeah. to start the season at home with at least a point, closing in on the great one, Wayne Gretzky, still at 40, but now within yeah, within, within sight. Within striking distance. Next on the uh, Morning Brew, Sean Payton, what kind of quarterback are you looking for? I think there's still some things that are paramount today. At some point, teams are going to make you win from the pocket. You know, like we can we can rush a certain way to keep a quarterback from escaping um, and so you know we're going to have to be wherever you're at proficient enough on third down to take a snap, find a throw and protect. Keeps coming back to that, doesn't it? Does, I, doesn't it? We 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 keep driving. I I try to keep driving that point home. It's nice to have a quarterback who's mobile. And Sean said that yesterday, too. Yeah. It's great to have mobility. But uh, ultimately, ultimately, you got to be able to dominate from the pocket. And listening to Sean yesterday talk about quarterbacks and what wins and what he likes and what he, he could just, it's so obvious the disconnect between him and Russ. 
why it just had no chance of working. Correct, because your your offense can't be your offense cannot be you know broken play on two. Your, your offense can't be off schedule. Your offense can't. It's not how it can operate. So he needs a guy. By the way, he talked about you know the rush plan and all that stuff. What do teams do? What do teams do in the playoffs to Lamar Jackson? You're gonna beat us. You got to beat us from the pocket. And you know what he's proven he can't do on a consistent enough basis? Win from the pocket. Especially when everyone knows you're going to be throwing. Lamar mm. Jackson now 0-11 when trailing by eight or more points at the half in his career. Yeah. Next on the Morning Brew, George Payton. Is this a case of if his lips are moving, he's lying? Uh, I think you'd have to love, uh, really have to love someone. I mean, to move up to the one, I don't know if we have the, the draft capital to do that. Yeah, I mean, you know, everything's up. You know, we're open for anything, but that would be hard to move up to number one, realistically. So if you take George Payton at face value yesterday, you come away saying there's no way the, the Broncos move up and actually probably a pretty strong likelihood that they trade back. How much stock do you put in that? I'll put a lot. Do you? Yeah. Because he's right. The the capital, one, you don't have the capital to move up. I mean, you gave it all away for, for Russ, and yeah, that didn't work out. All right, I get it. But why would you move up? With it with an 80% fail rate and college not and it's not their responsibility to develop quarterbacks to play at the next level. It's their responsibility to, you know, create Find a guy that's athletic that can motor around. If the first read's not there, scramble around, make something happen. That's college football. It's what it is. And so that does not necessarily produce guys that guys that can process information quick. Now they may still be able to, but you don't know going in. I like I I've looked I've looked at Caleb. I've looked at Ed Drake. I will look at Jaden Daniels. Right now, I wouldn't move up for either of those guys. I wouldn't trade the capital that you have to trade to move up for either of those guys. There is a, there is something that Sean said yesterday that I want to I want to really dissect with you oh, because yeah. it it was revealing. It was it was cocky. Mm-hmm. It was bravado. It was actually pure Sean. But I want to deconstruct it a little bit. Okay, we'll do that coming up next. Next on the morning brew, you know, as uh, as well as the Nuggets have 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 been this year, thirty six and nineteen, and uh, many times looking like a team that's ready to go out and win another championship. The Sacramento Kings have been a major thorn in their side. Nuggets are zero and three against Sacramento as they get ready to wrap up the season series tonight at home. Contavious Caldwell Pope said, "This one is big." It's always important. You don't want to get swept by a team in the regular season, uh, and especially a team that you might could face in the playoffs. Uh, so, uh, for us uh, tomorrow, you know, we just got to come in, be aggressive, uh, and play our basketball. You know, uh, just get out and transition when we can. We got to rebound the ball, like I said earlier, and we got to be able to stop them in transition. This one feels like a lock. It does. And remember the last time they played Sacramento, they were up like double digits yeah. the majority of the game. They dominated the game. And then they like turned it off going I think it was going into the all star break. It they was. just kind of turned it off. It was. And Sacramento made a big push and, and you know, and um and they scored yeah, they, they they knocked down a bunch of threes and they I mean they 
easy transition buckets and all that kind of stuff. So it felt like it felt like the Nuggets dominated them and just said, "Okay, now we're going to the All Star break." And they gave up a late lead. They were up by twelve at the half. Yeah, in that game, and then came out in the in the second half and uh, forgot the fact that there was still a, another half to play. Right. They had uh, they had already gone on parade. Yes, they had already gone on parade. That'll do it for the uh, Morning Brew. Bring that to you each and every morning at uh, 6.30.